I get hungry sometimes, is what I'm saying, and I become mean. Um, there are so many meme memes of, like, when your girlfriend is hungry, and it's just, like, a very angry woman. <laughs> and it's, like, when she's eaten, and it's, like, I love you so much! But, um, that's me, except I am the girlfriend. Like, I am my own girlfriend. I'm me. <laughs> I'm my own girlfriend. I'm my own girlfriend. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. I'm my own girlfriend. I'm my own girlfriend. Nobody steal that. It's ours. You heard it here first. I'm my motherfuckers. Own and I let me tell you. <laughs> I I I waited a long time to put out. <laughs> <laughs> you had me at Hell no. Hello and welcome to You Had Me at Hell No. I'm Mel. I'm Allie. And welcome to our podcast. Thanks for coming. Thank you so much for coming. We appreciate you. uh, If you are here for the first time, we're so happy to have you. And if you're returning, thank you so much for coming back. Indeed. Welcome back. Welcome to the Thunderdome of Insanity because... Oh, boy. That's right. Auntie Calamity. It's happening. Tina Turner. Mel Gibson. No, uh, no, no. no. <laughs> Hard no. Absolutely Agreed. a no oh, for well, both listen. of us. For Ellen Vault, for yeah. everybody. Yep, 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 yep. He yep, was yep, replaced yep. by Tom Hardy for a reason. Honestly, Tom Hardy's great. <sighs> But we're getting off topic. Thank you for joining us on this podcast. <laughs> it took us 30 seconds. 30 full seconds. But we're here. We're ready. And um, our podcast is about exploring why romance movies. Yeah. Um, we are two people who don't necessarily watch those types of films a lot. Like, we don't watch them to relax. Uh, Melanie, what do you like to watch typically? Almost exclusively horror. Mm-hmm. And what about you? Ooh, I love an action movie. I love a heist film. Ooh, we talked about heists earlier today. You do love a heist movie. I do. Um, but this, but however, both of us have and and enjoyed romance movies. And we all do as kind of a society and a nation. And this is a podcast trying to figure out why, especially like, why do we like movies that hate us so much? Correct. They hate us as women. They hate people in the LGBT plus community. They mm-hmm. hate people of color. And the representation's getting better, but it's still not great. Yeah. It's, so we're trying to figure out why. Yeah. And and like also part of it, we're not saying like these are the this is the only genre that has these problems. This is all throughout um all movies. Yes, but, but romance, specifically rom coms are marketed in such a specific way. As if, like, we're the best ones. And sometimes they're not, like, it's wild that oftentimes a rom-com is probably the best representation any, like, minority group is going to get that Ugh, whole year. Don't make me sad. And then it's going to be shitty. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, but we're excited that you're joining us today because today marks the beginning of our first theme month. Yeah! Spooky, 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 spooky! We're doing spooky romance for spooky all of October! romance. Oh, honestly. Oh. Melanie was excited. This is like my dream come true. Mm-hmm. I love horror. I've loved it pretty much my entire life. You know how I know? Because The Wizard of Oz was one of my favorite movies as a child, and that movie's fucked up. That movie is messed up. It's weird. I watched messed up movies as a child, but we all did. Because there's a lot of uh, stuff that came out, particularly in the late 80s and early 90s. However, you watched some scary stuff and we're like, ooh, I want to be scared all the time. Yes. And I watched I watched like, these scary things and I was like, I like this feeling. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep chasing that adrenaline high, but not put myself in danger. I uh, used to like spooky stuff as a kid and then got more scared. It, 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 at a certain point, it became less like, ooh, I want to be scared and more like, how do these puppets work? How do I get into the Henson Corporation? Okay, we're not going to derail the show today talking about the Muppets, <laughs> but we rest assured we will talk about the Muppets it's another time. Happen. Love okay. and kisses, respect you, don't want to talk about the Muppets. That's valid. Guys, I... I Except want... one Muppet. Ooh. Because today's film... <laughs> what the fuck? What? Roll with me. Okay. Roll with me. 
Henson. Oh, got it. Okay. Allie. <laughs> you ruined my joke. How could you? <laughs> no, it's not ruined. Happy accident. Don't even fucking worry about it. But today's movie is Dracula. Ah, ah, ah. And if you couldn't tell, mm-hmm. I was referring to the count from Sesame Street. One. How many wives does Count Dracula have? One. One. Two. Three. Uh, 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 uh. How many? I don't have a joke. We already did the joke. I <laughs> fucked it up. You didn't. It's fine. It's Don't even fine, worry. I guess. But, but today's okay. movie is Bram Stoker's Dracula, directed by none other than Francis Ford Coppola. Freddie Ford Cops. You heard that right. Mm-hmm. It's a real movie, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about it. But um, before we do, yes. we need to hear from our sound engineer, Tiffer. Because, mm-hmm. Tiffer, I like horror, and Allie likes action. What kind of movies do you like to watch? Crusader Kings 3 oh. just came out. Okay. It's a video game that I, so I've been watching it move on my screen. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Very video fun. games are a form of video literature, yeah. I think. They're movies but where you're the main character. It's like a choose your own adventure, yes. essentially. But that's totally valid. But the point is, for those of you who are listening, is that Tiffer's not as much of a movie buff as me and Allie. So you're probably familiar with Dracula, but. Have you read the book? I have not read the book. Okay. Have you seen the movie? I am not familiar with this movie. Okay. Anyway. Well, based only on the title, Bram Stoker's (laughs) Dracula, what do you think it's about? Uh So just going based off of my historical knowledge, uh, we're we're in uh, Transylvania. It's Uh Eastern Europe. We're in like 1200 AD? 1400 if, yeah, yeah, I'm getting. I'm We're giving him hand, hand signals, hand signals. guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, people get impaled. There's blood involved. Ooh. You know, not too far not off from far what off. actually happens. That was really good. Good job, Tiff. This has been Tiffer's Pop Culture Osmosis. Bum, 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 bum. All right, let's get into this. Now, the thing is, this movie does begin with people being impaled. It begins with Gary Oldman as Vlad the Impaler. Yes, and honestly, Oh, Gary Oldman does such a good job in this movie. It's kind of great. I, I loved it. I love, I love him. I Gary, Gary, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> He's not listening. He, I would truly love it if Gary Oldman listened to it. If this was the one thing he listened to. Oh, Gary, I just want to be. I just want to pick your brain. I just want to be friends. Okay. Will you have tea with me? No, he won't. No. <laughs> Gary Oldman, I always forget that he is English. Like, it takes me a second to remember. My brain always assumes that he just speaks. Like, whatever the last accent I heard him do, that's what my brain is like. Oh, that's what he talks like. Oh, really? Like, if I last watched one of the Batman ones he's in, I'm like, oh, he's like a Midwest America dad. If I watch Fifth Element, I'm like, oh, he's George W. Bush. (laughs) If I watch this one, which I hadn't seen before, I'm like, oh... He's, he's he's a Transylvanian weirdo. <laughs> I uh, but love. this this okay. A thing that we should say we uh, we rented this DVD from Casa Video. <laughs> it's not sponsored from Casa Video. Love Casa. Support and your local video Melanie stores. Melanie has a DVD player that because does not have a remote. So we know the remote doesn't work. In, we only like the only thing we can really do is. Press play, Press play from the main menu, which plays the movie. Yes. This movie started automatically. With Spanish subtitles. The whole time. We could not turn them off. <laughs> yes. You're probably thinking, oh, you guys must have learned a lot of phrases. No. no. Oh, well, there's one that I wrote down yeah. when Winona Ryder says, my rich friend. She goes, mia amiga rica. And I thought it was really funny. Melanie, it's not funny. Melanie has been saying it for two days. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> Honestly, I got more out of the movie watching the Spanish subtitles mm-hmm. just because I know Latin, so I like could kind of and oh. Italian, so I could like kind of piece together what it was saying. And I, I, it brought me back to like Spanish class of like, oh yeah, I kind of know. Also, I've lived here my whole life, so like, and if I I'm hear Ali means Tucson. Spanish, yes, hi, in Arizona, Arizona, Spanish. Um, it all used to be Mexico, and then America. Yes. Um, 
but it had made me kind of like it was kind of nice also i always have sub subtitles on when i watch anything so it just felt like oh okay yeah uh, uh, but uh. these were particularly funny just because um there are parts in the film where uh count dracula or aka vladislav dracul 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 he's um speaking in romanian yeah so I, I don't know Romanian. No. It's a romance language. It's close to Latin. Could not tell you a thing about it, except Gary Oldman sounded great. Yeah. Also, but we were also at, at that point because of the, at that the beginning of the movie, everyone is speaking in Romanian. There's subtitles on the bottom to tell you what they're saying in Romanian. So we're looking at those subtitles. English and then subtitles. On, English subtitles. And then on top of that are the Spanish subtitles. It was a lot. It was like so many translations, but we were grateful. Anyway. Were we? I mean, I guess we were. It was a fun time. I really want to know how that happened with the movie, but <laughs> anyway. I mean, my DVD remote doesn't work, and I'm never going to get it fixed because I don't know how. So. Now I have a story. Um, anyway, let's get into the movie. We're, we're, we we're already with deep Vlad in the Impaler. No. It starts with Vlad the Impaler, and he is a true historical figure. Mm -hmm. He was part of the aristocracy in the Transylvanian area or Wallachia, I think it's called, which is like central Romania okay. in like the late, t late 1300s. And um, I think at one point he was actually taken prisoner. And while he was a prisoner, his cruelty became infamous, which is wild. This dude was an actual psychopath. Mm -hmm. And he is rumored to be the inspiration for Dracula, mm -hmm. as we know and love him today, played by Bela Lugosi in the 30s. Wonderful. Um... So the movie opens with that, and it's shot now. Francis Ford Coppola really wanted it to the movie itself to have a feel of like early kind of monster movies and like early days of film. So he used a lot of very old cameras. Every special effect is done in camera, which is really cool. And it's truly there are moments of this movie where it is just stunning, like. This is a beautifully shot, well-made movie. The costumes doesn't make a lick of fucking sense. The costumes, um, oh, the costumes Academy are Award. Great. They got an uh, Academy Award for the costumes. Good, they, they deserved it. Aiko, uh, let me look. At, I, I wrote it down and then I lost it. But she's like a genius. Aiko uh, Ishioka, genius, uh, did the costumes, and it's like really beautiful. That Oscar is well deserved, honestly. If you're going to watch this movie, watch it for the aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Not for the plot, because guess what? There is no plot. The movie goes from scene to scene to scene. And the whole time you're like, wait, what? And it, I've watched movies. I watched The Irishman on Thanksgiving. I can watch a long movie. And yet somehow this movie felt... Interminable. So long. I was like, oh, so this is like four hours long. <laughs> We've been watching this movie for 40 years. We've been watching this movie. We were born watching this movie. Um... But that's a testament to how little it makes sense because we haven't even, like, talked about what actually happened. Yes, okay. Because so nothing I, really happens. I will say, at the beginning of the movie, the first, like, not hour, it's hard to tell, but, like, the first maybe third the of first the movie. eternity. The first, like, third of the movie, I was kind of loving it. Yeah, you loved it's it. It's very kind of high drama and campy and silly. Uh, all right, let's get it. We have not talked about the plot. <laughs> yeah, you won't understand what we're talking about if we don't talk about the lack of plot. Anyway, but Vlad. it begins with Vlad the Impaler. <laughs> he's going to war. No, he's the, coming back from war. He's going to war with the Turks. He comes back, but his wife slash girlfriend slash betrothed, Winona played, Ryder, played by Winona Ryder, uh -huh. receives a note from the Turks saying, "Oh, we killed your boyfriend." And she says, "And she oh, no." flings herself off the top of the castle into the moat below mm -hmm. and dies. Yes. And yes. Vlad is so distraught, he renounces God, mm -hmm. stabs a giant crucifix And with blood his sword, comes out of the crucifix. essentially becomes the first vampire. Yeah, he, like, I wrote down there was blood in the cross because I was so confused. Oh, see, I he mean, he stabs my... it and then a bunch of blood comes out and he's like, because ah! he's like, I have done all this for you and, I, and he keeps going I renounce God but he, in Romanian anybody it's honestly yelling, a really great scene like everyone commits, in this movie is acting everyone in this movie is doing exactly what was asked of them correct and uh, my note about this I just said Gary Oldman is doing a great job <laughs> we <laughs> wrote that in my notebook we said that more than once so anyway cut to 400 years later it's London it's in the late 1800s mm -hmm. 
Um, and we meet... Kiki Nunu's playing Jonathan Harker. And for those of you who don't know who Kiki Nunu's is, Sorry. that's Keanu Reeves. Love Keanu Reeves. This is a young Keanu. He's doing his best. The accent <laughs> that Francis Ford Coppola made this poor man do... <laughs> I didn't is, think it was that bad. It was bad, Allie. Look, <laughs> You're blinded by your love. No, here's here's the thing. This is why I'd say it's not that bad. Because he got such shit for this performance. Like every His performance critic, is great. His accent is terrible. That's the thing. The accent is clearly like a bit of a stumbling thing, but like his performance is pretty good, other than that. Except for the time he tries to say Budapest and he went Budapest. I that's funny. I thought I here's the thing. I liked it. I was entertained and I still got the story. So I'm not mad about that. I was happy with it. Great. And uh, Winona Ryder is Mina. Mina Murray, fiance. who is his fiance, later to become the infamous and Mina Harker. He gets a, he gets a job because Renfield, the last, he works as like an accountant or a, whatever the solicitor. He's a solicitor. So he's essentially an accountant slash attorney yeah. for real estate. And. A guy used to work in his firm. Renfield has gone crazy, and he was supposed to be taking care of this guy's... This big account. This big account. And they're like, okay, this guy is in an insane asylum. We'll send you to Transylvania. And Renfield, by the way, is played by Tom Waits. Yes. My mind was blown. And I forgot, I, I like, didn't realize that either until for, you pointed I, it out. I forgot that Coppola and Tom Waits are, like, buddies. Or at least they buddies. were. I don't know if they still... I'm assuming they're still I hope cool. they're having a great time. They're buddies. But anyway, that was that's fun. Um, there's so many people in this movie. Yes, but it follows... And here's the interesting part for me, is that this film tries to follow the t- the archetypal Dracula story because the book Dracula... Mm-hmm is not, doesn't have anything about Vlad the Impaler, doesn't have any of the spooky-ooky stuff necessarily, but... What the hell happens in that book, Well, then? it's a series of letters. That's the book. And essentially, it's about this part of the plot where Jonathan Harker goes to Transylvania, sees a bunch of weird shit in the castle, escapes, and then Dracula follows him back only to try to seduce Mina Murray, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Mina Harker, his love, his betrothed, his mm-hmm. wife, mm-hmm. later. Mama. Kills the friend... And they're fighting with uh, Dr. Van Helsing. So Dracula and Van Helsing are like OG enemies. But Mm -hmm. that's in the book, Dracula. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's a trope that is really common in almost every major Dracula movie, especially the ones with Christopher Lee for the Hammer Horror series, Mm -hmm. where Van Helsing is played by the same gentleman that played Grand Moff Tarkin in Star Wars. Oh, oh, oh. Peter Cushing. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) On, that's that's so my much. horror nerd stuff for you about Dracula. But essentially, Keanu Reeves, who has a haircut that's almost like Allie's, but a Thank little shorter. Thank you so much. It's the it's the haircut of my dreams. The you would, whole time I was you would watching look it, so I kept good saying, in that haircut. Thank you so much. I kept saying, God, I want this haircut. And you <laughs> should get it because you would look so good. You have better cheekbones than he does. Babe, don't. I don't know about that, but thank you so much. That's so lovely. Well, to that's say. my opinion. But I also can't get a haircut right now. We're in the pandemic. Oh yeah. You shouldn't do that to yourself either. It, it's going to end badly. I I can't do that to anybody. I, t- I went on COVID, can I do it? And I went getting a haircut and it was five out of five, don't do it. <laughs> and then I looked up getting a tattoo as if that would be lower and it's also five out of five, don't do it. What the fuck? Sorry, all your dreams are getting crushed. So Jonathan Harker, Kiki Nunu's, goes to Transylvania um, and instantly things are weird because he's going to the spookiest castle along the spookiest and mountain pass. They're like the scene of him in the train is like gorgeous. Like it's also it's another thing of like oh all these effects are done in camera. Like yes, it's beautiful. And you're like how the fuck? Like it's gorgeous. Everything in this movie is purposeful mm-hmm. in terms of the way it looks. Mm-hmm. The plot to me. Not purposeful. It's not really... Here's the thing. I wrote down the guy who wrote the screenplay, his name, James V. Hart. I got a bone to pick with you, James. Oh, James. Um, but the thing is, like, the thing about this is everything is very purposeful. It's very gorgeous. It's very effective, but I don't think it's. I don't think it's effective in telling the story. Absolutely not. Um, because there are... Um, someone who... And we'll get to this guy in another episode. But Guillermo del Toro, I almost would prefer sometimes that his movies were silent because, like, I get the whole story with everything that's in frame. Yes, and that's something that we talked about when we were watching this, too, is Mm -hmm. that this movie 
has no exposition. No. And there's a really fine line, I think, between show, don't tell and mm-hmm. film. Some, like Guillermo del Toro, mm-hmm. Disney does it really well. Mm-hmm. But also, you need some exposition mm-hmm. unless the way that you're showing things is really, really purposeful to the plot that mm-hmm. makes the audience understand and identify and buy in. Yeah. And this movie has zero exposition. I, I don't know that this was as effective. It's very pretty. Anyway, he goes to the castle and we meet... Uh, Count Dracula. Pale white. Gary Oldman's... Buns on his head, Gary, Gary Oldman. Oldman's costume in Gorgeous. this Gorgeous! I... When I was a child, I saw this movie on TV, and I, for the longest time, thought that Gary Oldman had a giant head, like, from that <laughs> episode of The Twilight Zone. Oh. And watching this as an adult, I realized that it was just, like, a wig. Mm-hmm. Just, like, a white wig with, like, giant buns on the top of his head mm-hmm. that make him look like a spooky old Mickey Mouse monster guy. Love. It's... It's Not, very fun. Uh, it's very, it was definitely, it, uh, it's it, original. It was a choice. It was original. It was original. Yeah, never seen Dracula with that kind of hair before. Love it. He, and he, he's like, hello. Hello. <laughs> he's like, so well, first, here's the thing. Spooky like, the man. second he walks down the hallway, I think I probably said this out loud to him. I was like, we get it, Francis. You saw Dracula and Nosferatu. We Melanie get it. Was, Melanie was annoyed. At one point, Melanie turns to me and goes, I hate to say this. And I went, what? And she went, anyway, she goes, Nosferatu does it better. And I was like, and oh, then I God. offered to have us watch Nosferatu instead because I have it on DVD. Yeah, she points to her DVD collection and goes, "I have it. We can watch it after this." And I said, "No." <laughs> I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty fun. Okay, so Jonathan arrives in the castle, and it's very spooky. And he's like, "Okay, I did all your paperwork. You now own." All of these very specific locations across London. London. And he's like, is there a reason? And Gary Oldman's like looking into the distance like, no. <laughs> well, but he gives a reason. He's oh. like, oh, is it like to raise the property value and sell it and make money? Which is a very smart reason to purchase real estate. Yeah. But he, he looks, he's like, no. <laughs> and then he goes, so you uh, write to your family. Like, you will stay. I, w- I would like to have you stay here another month like why why do you need him to stay a month there's no motivation that we can discern but Keanu's just like okay and then he stays in the spooky ass house writing letters to Mina Mm -hmm. who's staying with her rich horny friend Lucy loved her she was great but basically um, before we get back to London and see this whole arc (sighs) Keanu Reeves discovers Dracula's three wives yeah this one's okay. And one of them is played by the indomitable Monica Bellucci. Monica Bellucci. She has no lines. None. We see her boobs. Mm-hmm. She's totally butt ass naked. Mm-hmm. Gross underutilization of Monica Bellucci. Terrible misuse of her. However, this movie is, I, I will say, I wrote down this movie is so horny. And you said it almost like once every but 10 also, minutes. Because it's it was, true. But also, it was at its best when it was that horny. Because when this movie commits to the campiness or, like, the kind of, oh, maybe not hyperbolic nature, like, it, um, like an exaggerated nature of it. Yeah, I think hyperbolic works. Thank you. It, it's at its best. But its tone is so confused that there are times when it's like, well, what is this movie? I don't know what well, I'm watching. And that's what bothered me so much about it because clearly Francis Ford Coppola, lo- <laughs> he loves movies, <laughs> obviously. He but he's, he also was like, the elements that I got from this movie were so disjointed. I got universal monsters, mm-hmm. classic horror. I got Italian horror. I got camp. I got porn. I got romance. What the fuck is going on? I wouldn't say porn. I would. It's like softcore that's still porn baby girl okay. i'm sorry i said with a weird pause <laughs> okay <laughs> oh but, boy um, the movie is so horny it like, really is there's so it's many honey horny it's truly what um like it's it's what's missing from this scene oh one titty out just a single titty out and a woman going ah, yeah ah. at one point a woman is injected with some painkillers and she goes Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she does. And for like and I was a like, full ten minutes, me? for a full ten minute scene, she's like writhing around in bed, like oh, oh. I wrote down oh, a lot. Oh. Okay, <laughs> there's a lot. I wrote down in this movie. I wrote down. There's a lot of painful coming in this. 
Yes, and that's when we talked about from, Hellraiser for like 20... Well, I talked about Hellraiser talked about for Hellraiser. like 20 I've never seen Hellraiser. You should not... That is not a movie you should ever and, see. It absolutely does not seem... I see one, like, picture of it, and I'm like, absolutely not. Anyway. No, but the reason I thought of Hellraiser, which is why I thought this was a direction Coppola was trying to go in, mm-hmm. is because the point of Hellraiser is not only BDSM, but the point is that it's like a very kind of Catholic idea almost mm-hmm. that like your physical suffering will bring you bliss. Yes. Uh, suffering, it's martyrdom. Exactly. But in Hellraiser, it's not at all martyrdom. It's just like pure yeah. debase, like peeling your skin off, nope. being ripped by chain. Like it's nope. a lot. Nope. And like, that's the direction that I thought he was going in. I think that would be a really interesting yes, direction a common, for Dracula. Like a common trope with specifically vampire movies and vampire mythology is this sort of like very Catholic horniness, but like Catholic Horny. Catholic sort of idea of a lot of repressed um, sexuality. It's a lot of like drinking of the blood, feeling of the flesh. Like there are a lot of times in vampire movies and vampire TV shows when someone is getting their blood drank, drunk, drinking, drunk, drank, drunk, 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 sucked at, uh, drained. When they're being drained, there's like a look of almost. There's. Okay, grody. <laughs> um, uh, there's like often a look of almost ecstasy on their face. They're making a lot of like uh, kind of sounds. Mm-hmm. They're being essentially kissed on the neck. It's very like erratic, and that's kind of a common trope in a lot of these types of movies. Yes, and vampires are often a, a metaphor line, for repressed sexuality. Yeah, it's a rep- it's a thrilling for repressed sexuality, and it's also a way to like explore. A lot of times, a lot of monster movies are used to they're like a metaphor for exploring sort of untapped. Um, I guess carnal desires. Yes, that and people aren't used to exploring. Like, there's a movie called Wolf, starring Jack Nicholson, where being a werewolf is essentially a metaphor for like a midlife crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, that's this movie does not commit to that though. Oh, not <laughs> at all. Because sometimes people get bit and they're like they're just freaked out and scared. Also, Dracula can be. Anything? It's, <laughs> it's so unclear at one point because, okay, the, the plot, the, the we, little we bit have of to get the, plot the plot that we get anyway. is that Keanu Reeves gets sucked on by the three vampire wives. Yeah. Gary Oldman gets mad and oh, gives them a baby. <laughs> Where the fuck did he find a Where baby? Where did he get a baby? Because because he's he shows first, up, he's standing there and he's he, like, he, well, because he shows he up and he's like, he's like, this one is mine. And they're like, <laughs> But we, we weren't like even him. doing anything. You weren't even doing anything with him. And then he holds up a baby and they're like, yeah. And, then and they, they just eat, the, eat baby. the baby. Where did he get a baby? Also on such short notice. Maybe, and how did he have it? How did he have it with him and have it not cry? Also love the idea of like, he's mine. Something I was saying at the beginning of the movie with Melanie was, I was like, this movie is working best when it's like gay. Yeah. There's definitely <sighs> some unexplored homoeroticism between Dracula and Jonathan Harker. And it starts and you're like, ooh, yeah. And then they drop it. They, they do because it. we learned that Mina, mm-hmm. played by Winona Ryder, is the reincarnated soul of the woman that Dracula loved 400 years before. Yeah. And he sees a picture of her and his he's like, oh, I must get to London. I must get to London. <laughs> I must get to London. I must drink the blood. For Mina. I must go uh, to London. Uh, uh. <laughs> um, but anyway, he gets In to London, London and blood. nothing really important <laughs> happens except that he somehow becomes like young and hot. Okay, Melanie, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. So what happens? Keanu gets stuck in the castle somehow. Um, Trapped in Romania. Doc- Dracula in goes London, on the boat. Dracula goes on Mina. a boat, sleeps on the boat, wakes up on the boat and turns into like a dog creature guy. Dracula yeah, can a be, werewolf? Dracula can be several different things. Sometimes he is like essentially a werewolf. Sometimes, sometimes he's a green mist. Man. Green mist. Sometimes he's a giant bat. Giant bat. What? Sometimes he's, he's friends with wolves. Sometimes he's a regular guy who is friendly with wolves. One, at one point, he is, no joke, several rats in a trench coat. Yes! <laughs> he is! Yeah. He takes off his coat and there's just like, like a bunch of rats. You freaked out during that Oh, I hated it. I was into it. I was into it. Did not like it. But yeah, so he shows up in London and Melanie was vibing this look. He first, he looked great. He had long, curly, dark brown hair. 
He was wearing a light gray three-piece suit with an ascot and dark blue sunglasses with a top hat. The only thing I didn't like is that he had a mustache and a goatee, and I wish he had a full beard. A mustache and a goatee makes sense for the period. Also, you you looked at him and you went, oh, no, and you went, God, he looks like such a dick. And I said, do you want to kiss him? And he went, I do. I did. Oh, I but still some, do. something we should get to, because back in London, this whole time while he's been, while Harker and Dracula have been hanging out in the cast, um, Mina and her has been staying with her friend Lucy, who's rich and very <laughs> horny, yeah. who's basically been toying around with these three suitors. Lucy, her outfits are hot. She's great. She has like a wild wig, but like it looks great on her, and she has like three boyfriends that. All are kind of friends. Like, it's just understood with all of them. Like, oh, we're all... We're all friends, but one of us is going to marry One of her. us is going to be the one. And these three dudes are... One guy who I think was the Rocketeer. Um, no. The Texas I don't think... guy, I think, was Rocketeer. Really? I think so. Jeez. Okay, well, was... there's a Texan. A Texan who we never could figure out exactly who that man was. Very sorry, sir. I'm sure... Hope you're doing well. If you are the Rocketeer, great job. <laughs> There's uh, a... <laughs> That's so you know, mean. That's a, so mean of me to say. Not really. The Rocketeer is a great movie. I don't know. But the fact that I'm just like, if you're the Rocketeer, don't learn his name. I'm like, if you're the Rocketeer. Anyway, Rocketeer, possibly. And then Richard E. Grant. Yep. Um, Who looked like... Honestly, like this he was a good, good look for him. He looked good. I think because it's like Victorian, Victorian era England. Victorian is a good he, look on most people. He constantly looks like he's already like just escaped from Victorian England. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Carrie Elwes. We with, freaked with out. With a mustache waxed to the gods. For, like truly Carrie Elwes showed up and we cheered. Yeah. <laughs> we were so excited. We were like, he saved the movie. We were like, Carrie, if you want to watch, uh, speaking of Carrie Elwes, if you want to watch a good vampire movie with Carrie Elwes in it, Shadow of the Vampire. He has a yes. German accent, and, a, yes. and it's wild. Yes, and also, we have not met Van Helsing yet. At no. this point, we're six hours into the movie. We're seven hours and, into the movie. And <laughs> Dracula's <laughs> finally in London. He tries. He starts trying to seduce Mina Murray. Yeah. Because he's like, she will be, she will be mine. Oh, yes, she will be mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and she starts having these strange feelings, not only because... This movie is super horny, but because part of her soul essentially is remembering Vlad. She's like, you seem so familiar. And he's telling her about Transylvania. And she's like, oh, I feel like I've been there. You have, idiot. Except Um, in an English accent. A, t- a bad English. No, I don't think hers was that bad. I do. I I don't think it was. I think it was. I don't think it was. Listen. I think it was fine. We could fight about it or we could move on. So There's, let's move on. Let's move on. Anyway. Um, so the, he's trying to seduce her, but then he decides to get her friend, Lucy, and turn her into a vampire. Why? Oh. We don't know. And he does What this is first. the purpose what of this? What he does, because as, first of all, as his boat is on the way to London, it, there's like a crazy storm and everyone is like feeling super horny. Like uh, Lucy and Mina are running through a maze and like kissing and giggling. Yeah, and we a talked co- about his. I don't like that there's a, a gay kiss played for a gag. Like, like just have two ladies kiss just who have like two each lady, other. Like have them kiss just because they're friends. Like I don't like a thing where it's like, oh no, now we're in trouble because some gay shit is happening. And, and they, then we see Lucy getting fucked by Dracula as a werewolf. Yeah, because he jumps the second he gets off of the boat, he turns into like a big wolf guy. Which I actually thought this makeup was like incredible. And it was, cool, but why? But I didn't understand why, why? he was a, a wolf man if he's a vampire. Um, it but, makes and so no she, sense. So Lucy like is in a trance, wakes up. She's in this gorgeous like orange red, flowing. God, costumes are so gorgeous in they this. They are, but she's and just she's like, like slowly walking through this grand courtyard. And when Mina, Mina's like, Lucy, what are you doing? And she's finds getting her, fucked by a she's wolf. She's getting fucked by this wolf man, and is loving it. Apparently, she's having the time and of her life. But then um, Mina's he, like, Oh my god! And he and looks up. He glamours her into not remembering. But what he says is, No, you don't see me. <laughs> I wrote it down because I could not believe so good. that was the like magic he used. He just went, no, you don't see me. <laughs> That's a really good impression. Thank you. Um, I couldn't <laughs> believe. And I, I have written at multiple points in my notes, nipple, question mark. There are a lot of nipples in this movie. A lot of nips. 
A lot of, like, fake-looking male nipples, too. I think, because, like, because a lot of times if we see a man's nipples in this movie, he's being cut across the, cut across, I have a lisp, it's hard, guys, cut across the chest. That's true. So it's probably a fake, some kind of prosthetic I know, chest I don't, being cut. I and, don't like it. Oh, it's odd. It's an odd it's thing to look at. Um, I mean, ugh, essentially what's happening at this point, Mina's like, I'm in love with the Count. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that he's Dracula, just thinking he's like some like crazy magic Romanian And prince. she also hasn't heard from Jonathan in forever. She's like, Jonathan is gone. Don't know where Jonathan is. Right, because he's being held captive and he ends up escaping, mm-hmm. runs to the nearby convent, mm-hmm. um, which reminded me of Castle Anthrax from Monty <laughs> Python and the Holy Grail. Well, yeah, because he shows up and there's all these women. They're like, oh, come into the house. And we were very worried they were going to be like, we're also vampires. Ah, but they weren't. They were a bunch of really nice nuns. Super nice They nuns. wrote Mina a letter mm-hmm. telling her that, like, he was very ill with brain fever. Yeah. And um, <laughs> essentially what ends up happening at this point is Lucy's suitor, who is a doctor, who is the doctor to Tom Waits, Renfield. Yeah. The insane dude. Richard E. Grant. Thank you. Um, don't know his name in the movie. But Richard was- basically has a oh. mentor... Dr. Van Helsing, played by none other than Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. By the way, it took Melanie an hour to realize he was trying to do a German accent. (laughs) It was so... I just wish they would let him be Welsh because he cannot... The only accent he's ever done that I believe is Hannibal Lecter, and that's because it's a pastiche. Oh. Think about it. I haven't really seen it. Okay, well, his accent is very, very recognizable as Hannibal Lecter. When we let him just be a weird old Welsh guy, it's great. He's phenomenal. He 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 delivers great. He's a great actor, but all I can think about. But Anthony Hopkins clearly believes he's in a comedy. Oh, Anthony Hopkins at one point. Because, spoiler, they have to kill Lucy. Oh, but Lucy is essentially becoming a vampire. Like they don't know why they're, they're like all her blood seems normal. She has like not really any cuts, but. It, she truly is suffering from anemia. Like, she's losing blood. Yes, and, we don't and know that's why what. they get Van Helsing involved, and he's yeah. like, she's a vampire. Yeah, and so Lucy dies. Oh, before she dies, though, at one point, they're like, we're putting garlic on you, or we're, we're checking on her, and she is just writhing, and this is the part. Making a lot of noises. She's just like, oh! <laughs> like, for, like, tw- for, for a while. seems like six hours. Here's the thing. It probably was, because it's about four or five minutes in the movie, which means it was hours on set of that actress barely covered, surrounded by, like, four dudes. Out. Four dudes just being like, Oh! Oh! Oh, yeah! <laughs> Alright, you're really you're really scared. What are you gonna do? You're really scared the monster's coming for you. Oh fuck. <laughs> uh for those of you who don't know that joke, that's a joke from TikTok uh by a TikToker named Captain Calvis. You mm-hmm. should check him out. He has yeah. a joke about um auditioning horror versus for porn acting. Ho- and it's very auditioning funny. for a horror movie. Okay, the monster's coming for you. Oh fuck me! <laughs> Check out Captain Calvis. Yeah. Um, but that aside, essentially what happens between now and the end of the movie truly is like a whirlwind of insanity because... Oh, they kill they Lucy. They kill Lucy, but while they've killed Lucy, Mina fucking goes to Romania to find John Harker. They get married in the convent, so now they're married, but she's like, oh, but I still love the Count. And then they go back to London. He sees Dracula, realizes what's going on, and then he and Mina and the suitors who have killed Lucy and mm-hmm. Van Helsing team up to try to kill Dracula. And Van Helsing explains... And that was about 45 minutes of the movie that I summed up in like two minutes. That was beautiful, Melanie. Um, but the way Van Helsing... This is how we know Anthony Hopkins is like, oh, he's in a comedy, because it was it made me laugh out loud. I, I was like, this is brilliant. <laughs> He's talking to them over dinner. He's like eating, voraciously eating meat, trying to be like, you guys should eat up because we got to deal with a lot of stuff. And and they ask, oh, like what happened with Lucy? Is Lucy okay? And and Mina's like, oh, did she suffer a lot? Like, was she, is she okay? And he's like, uh. She suffered a lot. No. I chopped off her head. Yeah, he goes, uh. uh you know, she uh, was in, she was like, was she in a lot of pain? And he goes, uh, yeah, she was. And a lot of pain, and we chopped off her head and threw straight to her heart, and then, uh, and then uh, she was fine. <laughs> and then he keeps eating, like steak. nothing happened. And yeah, that's how we know he thinks he's in a comedy because uh, he played it with perfect comedic timing. He just keeps eating. It's great. Um, 
So oh. then what ends up happening is they all go to Romania because uh, before they go, Dracula makes his big move on Mina. Oh, yeah. He turns into a green mist because, yes. again, he can be anything. He can be a dog. He can be a big bat. He can be a guy in a dumb steampunk outfit. He can be a bunch of rats hey. in a trench coat. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, he can be real sexy or whatever. <laughs> How fucking dare you? <laughs> I'm so offended. <laughs> Sorry. No, there's a thing for everybody. There's a lid every pot. There's a there's a person for everybody. Okay, but and... the funny thing is, is that I was like, I don't know why I'm so attracted. And then we looked at Gary Oldman in the top hat from behind, and you just went, oh, that's your boyfriend. Yeah, it looked just like your boyfriend. Your boyfriend in a suit. That's your boyfriend if you wore a suit. <laughs> anyway, congratulations to your boyfriend. Um, He's doing great. Anyway, by the way, also, because Keanu is so drained and, like, continuously drained, his oh. hair is now gray. However... Um, it, it looks kind of like they sprayed it. Like, you know, when you do a high school play and they spray it, you're like, I'm the old man in the play. And they <laughs> spray the like white gray stuff on your hair. That's what it is. Like, and that's what it looks and like. And it's completely inconsistent in every scene. Whoever was in charge of continuity didn't do their job. There are scenes where his hair is just jet black again. And, and like, there are All scenes right. where his hair is almost white. Yeah. And it's not the lighting. No. Um... Um, Which, by anyway, the way, is gorgeous. Like, it is. It is. Anyway. The cost, like, everything in this movie is so intentional, and it looks so good. It's just not a good movie, which it's is kind mess. of disappointing. There's so much happening at once. So Dracula and Mina have their big moment. She's like, I love you. Turn me into a vampire. And he turns her into a vampire. Mm -hmm. And so the whole rest of the time, they have this, like, psychic bond. Mm -hmm. And so while they're all journeying to Romania to do their big assault on Castle Dracula, mm -hmm. um... She's turning into a vampire. Everyone's freaking out. Mm -hmm. They make it there. There's a fight that doesn't really matter. Also, it kind of changes from scene to scene because there are times when it's very clear, like, oh, she's still really under the influence of Count Dracula. And then there are occasional scenes where it's like, oh, is she trying to help them? It's never really clear. Never clear. Because at one point she goes from being like, oh, no, I hope Jonathan's okay to, like, creating this big, like, Magic she, whirlwind Yeah, she thing. has the same powers that Dracula has, which is weird because none of the other vampire wives have no. those powers. No, I, at one point, um, she, oh, okay, so the boys, the boys. The boys. <laughs> the boys. Let's Keanu. hear it for the boys. <laughs> Let's give the boys a hand. Um, <laughs> the boys, like, Kiki Nunes, Carrie Elwes, Richard E. Grant, Cowboy Man. Cowboy Man, I'm sorry, we never learned from <laughs> Cowboy man, I'm so sorry that this is your legacy. I'm sure he's like, he probably has like a really nice life. I hope he does. Anyway, <laughs> the boys are out and they're trying to attack Dracula. And Van Helsing is hanging out with Mina. He's like, I'll watch Mina. And they're hanging out by a fire. And Mina's like, oh, oh. God. She does like. She does a whole like, ooh, Jafar. She does the horny, I never noticed the how horny vampire were. wife scenario. And she tries to seduce Van Helsing. And they and make out. It's really upsetting. I don't want to watch Winona Ryder and Anthony Hopkins circa 1992 suck face. They commit. He And what's wild is he doesn't they're both even. acting. He doesn't even do the thing of, no, we can't. Like, he just goes for he it. He fully, she, one second is like, hey, and he immediately, very passionately, very enthusiastically makes out with her. And Upsetting. then she tries to bite him, and only then is he like, hey! Like, he fully is like, oh, I thought you liked me. And then he takes the, the sacred little cookie the Eucharist. and puts it on her forehead. He puts the Eucharist on her forehead I'm and sorry it I called it a sacred cookie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wafer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's a thin wafer meant to signify the body of our Lord. Anyway, there's a fight that happens that, like, is kind of cool, but actually not really. Texas guy, Texas cowboy dies. Texas cowboy dies. Rest in peace, Texas cowboy. <laughs> and then they end up being able to stab Dracula, and they severely weaken Wait, him. Wait, does Carrie always die? No. Oh, I thought something happened to Carrie. No, Carrie's fine. Okay. Um... And this is supposed to be like the climax in the seven billionth act. <laughs> and Mina and Dracula go into the castle, into the church from the beginning of the movie. Ooh. Ooh. And but this time Dracula is dying. Yes. And because he has been stabbed by the big sword. The and big sword. A big old sword. <laughs> and 
And Mina's like, oh my god, I can't believe it. I love you so much. And his face looks like a weird dog. Um, yeah, he's he's like half. It's weird. I really, I don't I understand. Was, I was genuinely because also there's one point in the when movie. When has Dracula ever been a werewolf? It's truly, the most upsetting and like gross part of this movie to me was the part where Mina like breaks up with him for a second when she's like, "By the way, I got married. So sorry." Um, and it cuts to Dracula crying. His tears are blood. His face is like a weird white dog. Very but it's upsetting. like a slimy white it's dog. It's so with upsetting no hair. and gross looking. And he's going, <laughs> Gary Oldman did a great so job. So it was really disturbing to me. And he's surrounded by candles. And I was like, where is he? I did not like that part. This his face is basically that at the end of the movie. It's also like a weird dog man. Again, makeup is incredible, but I didn't know why. And she's like, Oh god, I love you so much. And she kisses his weird white dog face. Ugh. And uh he they he's like guess what I gotta die and she's like I know it and so she stabs the sword through him like really killing him turns back into Gary Oldman she, I think she kisses him again yeah he turns back into like, blood is love yeah. blood is love the impaler I, can't I love to stab people with sticks when we have impaling instruments I love to stab with when sticks. we put the people on the pole when I put someone on a stick I feel great joy but there is no greater joy involving stick than I don't, I'm not gonna do a dick <laughs> joke I'm not gonna do a dick joke it's hack it's hack <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But anyway, he dies. He dies. Mina is released from the curse and his influence, and she's mm-hmm. no longer a vampire. Because apparently in this world, if you kill the vampire that made the other vampires, mm-hmm. they don't die. They just stop being vampires. That's it. It's just, and that's the movie. And that's the movie. And that's the end. The end of the movie. If you're upset, you should be. Because I'm upset. Because what the fuck happened? To this movie. It just went from scene to scene to scene. It had so... It makes me so upset because it had so much really, really amazing horror potential. Because Mm -hmm. Dracula, at its core, is a romance. Because Dracula wants Mina. And that's like the whole driver of the rest of the plot of the book. Is that he wants Mina. Mm -hmm. And it could be such a really interesting like fan fiction tragic love story and it was just so hokey. Well, it also, because we, this was something you would mentioned, we don't really learn anybody's like motivation. Oh, not at all. Like we kind of, I'm try, I was trying to think, I'm like Jonathan early in the movie is like, I want to get this job. They mention like Jonathan wants to move up in his job so that he can have more money so that he can provide for Mina. And I think that's a solid motivation. Yeah. But so and Mina's f- like, I don't care about that. By the way, gonna fuck this vampire. <laughs> right. And but but Jonathan's the only one that has a clear motivation aside from maybe Richard Grant, who's trying to figure out Renfield's deal. I guess. But also he seems to not I, I didn't He doesn't look, care. He's a bad doctor. He also seems like kinda like he like toys with Renfield. He's like kinda mean to Renfield. Yeah, um, Renfield is also a, a really fascinating character that I wish wasn't played up as so hokey. I kind of liked. I loved what Tom Waits. I was think doing, Tom Waits. I think Tom Waits thought he was in a different movie than what he was in, though. But I, yeah, but I just liked like it. Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. Because Renfield, I won't get into it too much because I could go on. But Renfield is one of my favorite horror characters oh. because he's so disturbing, mm-hmm. and he's driven by such bloodlust that Dracula doesn't necessarily have. Mm-hmm. Renfield's motivation is to serve the master and get out. Mm-hmm. And in order to serve the master, he's simultaneously losing his mind. And I think that's a really interesting character that I wish they had played better. Oh. But that's just my preference. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like the movie, would I recommend this? I might. Here's the- Not sober. I, I think it's a good wine movie. I think, know what it is? Uh, it's a good, I don't know, sleepover movie? Definitely a good sleepover it's movie. It's a good sleepover movie. It's a good, um, like, when you're having a party for, like, a spooky night, it's a good, like, put this movie on. Yeah. Because no matter what, someone's going to turn and be like, what? What's happening? Agreed. Like, it's either going to be like, why is there a dog? Or like, is that person naked? Or and like, be like, you're correct. All of those things are happening. Mm-hmm. We don't know why. Like, uh, or like, that's a fun shot, but, um, yeah, I mean, well, I have a question for you, Allie. Yeah. Would you date anyone from this movie? Keanu. Okay. And probably, 
honestly, I kind of liked all three of Lucy's boyfriends. <laughs> like, I was, I loved Lucy. I love Lucy. <laughs> oh, God. Call me Ricky Ricardo, because I love Lucy. Um, I'm up. I loved her. I thought she, I, she was fun. She was a great She was character. having a great time. That woman fully committed. Was she the, gave a great performance. The horniest part of the whole movie. She also asks every man to kiss her. Like her doctor, darling, her, like, doctor, would you give me a kiss? She's like, oh, please kiss darling, me, darling. Please give me oh, a kiss. Oh, give me a quick oh, little darling. kiss. And like she, when she accepts a proposal, she's like, I've said yes. He asked me, and I said yes. She's having a great time. She's but again, like running and like she thinks, having a good time. Everyone thinks they're in a different movie from what the movie actually is that they're in. I liked it. Her, her stuff was fun. Her outfits were like dope and hot. They were. Um, I like, yeah, I guess I would date probably any of her boyfriends if I'm okay. being honest. That makes that makes sense for you. I feel like you'd get along with the Texan really well. I probably would. He would not be in Cowboy me, Man. Think. Cowboy Man, I don't think I think I would dig Cowboy Man. Cowboy Man would not dig me. I don't know about that. I don't know. Don't sell yourself short. Thank Cowboy you. Man can surprise us all. How, what do you think? Cowboy Man, we really took I here's the thing. For as much as we're like kind of trashing Cowboy Man, we clearly latched on to him in this film. <laughs> he was the only relatable character. <laughs> we were like, that's us. Just two, just a confused American. <laughs> Being like, what's happening? Do you need me to shoot something? That's accurate. And then, then, they, then he and dies. And then dying. And then he dies. And we're like, well, that's death. us. Yeah. That's us. Yeah. Um, who would you date, babe? Who do you think? Gary Oldman? Abso-fucking-lutely. I would date Gary Oldman. I would date Count Dracula. Well, something... I am dating Count Dracula. You are. You are dating Dracula. I am dating Dracula. Um, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, do you believe that they live where they live? Yeah, because it's like old-timey. It's, it's like a fantasy, essentially. So, uh, And also, back in that time, like the class disparity was comparable to what it is now, honestly. But like, if you had a big estate, like Lucy would have an estate like that. Like, with hey, let's go garden. to the garden. And let's... Mm-hmm. Here's my giant house where I have a party with all four of my, three of my boyfriends it's who are so all many. super cool with me marrying any one of them because they're all butts. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, I'm obsessed with this. Like, this is, the, this is so fun. That's what the movie should be about. The movie, it's so, it's so fun. She has three different kinds of dudes that all are, like, cool with each other and cool with her. You know, I would actually like to see this movie if it was about Lucy and her suitors after Lucy becomes a vampire and has to struggle with her bloodlust. That's something that I would like to see. Um, But I do want to switch gears because I also believe the locations are believable and real because it's high gothic fantasy. Except it's not because it's gothic fantasy. It's horror. It's Mm -hmm. Italian horror. It's a comedy. It's campy. It's every. It's a smorgasbord. Yeah, it's not really sure if it wants to scare you or make move you, wanna you make or out. or make you kind of like horny. Yeah, <laughs> I th- I think it definitely thinks it's like the hottest thing in the world. It does. Um, but and sometimes it's, not. it's like straight up kind of dope. Like mm. when Monica Bellucci showed up, I was like, all right, party. Like, dope. and I wish and then I wish nothing. we had more Monica Bellucci as vampire Romanian queen witch wife. Yeah. Oh my god! But speaking of horny, what? It's time for fuck Mary kill. Boom! Lay you it knew on it me. was coming. Lay it on me. All right, fuck Mary kill. Renfield. Okay. Gary Oldman as ugly Dracula. Wait, which with the be- white hair? Oh no. Or Van Helsing. No! <laughs> this is a good one. I'm gonna. Oh, this is upsetting to me. And if if you don't know anything about me, this is very much my aesthetic. Oh god, I hate this. It's not Allie's aesthetic. I don't like this. I'm stressed out. Um, Renfield, spooky white hair Dracula, Van Helsing. Fuck, uh, Mary kill, go. I'm going to um, kill Dracula because I don't trust him. No, I I don't want to kill Renfield, but I, here's what I think. Renfield needs, he's not getting proper medical care. He's not getting proper attention and affection. So I think if I were to marry Renfield, I would be able to like facilitate some kind of proper care plan for him. Mm. For that's very on brand. Um, Dracula, old scare. Dracula is too scary. Um, Van Helsing, I'm I'm gonna fuck. Here's the thing. He went for it with Winona, and I'm like, maybe that's what I need. <laughs> <laughs> How about okay. you? How about you? Same question. Um, I would kill Renfield, mm-hmm. marry Dracula, fuck Van Helsing. Ooh. What about... Can you imagine what a fucking power couple I would be with Count 
Dracula. I mean, that's you all the way. Yes. That's you Turn all the way. Turn me into a sexy vampire wife queen lady. Give me babies. I'll live in a castle. I won't have to talk to anybody. It's going to be great. He was the king and she was his no! queen. No! <laughs> <laughs> and Gaff. No! <laughs> anyway. Oh, wait. I, this is our, one of our horniest episodes, honestly, because all we do is talk about how horny this movie is. This movie like, is so horny. Wait, I got to fuck Mary Kill for you. Okay. Um, oh, her like three boyfriends. I'd kill all of them. I Disrespectful. That's disrespectful. <laughs> Don't do that to our kings. <laughs> Our respectful okay. polyamorous king. Fine. Fine, I'll take it back. We All don't right. have to kill anybody. I would we don't marry have to do Carrie Elwes. Don't have I to. would kill the Texan and I would fuck the weird doctor. I think that's actually accurate. I think that is the correct mm. thing. Mm. What would you do? I same? might do the same, although I might fuck the Texan. No, I don't know. I think actually you have the right thing because we don't really learn much about the Texan. We don't learn much about anyone. I know. Quite frankly. I don't know. Although I'm worried like. I don't know. Elvis seems like he was dope and like was willing to provide a good life for. He had a great stash. Phenomenal mustache. Yeah. Anyway, I agree. Um, I have one last one. One last. Okay, but one last one. This is our horniest episode. It truly is. (laughs) If you want to feel things, watch this movie. No. Um. Okay. Mm -hmm. Fuck Mary Kill. Lucy, Mina, Monica Bellucci. Oh my God, that's brilliant. Okay. Fuck. Okay. Here's the thing. I love Winona Ryder. I love Winona Ryder. And I want to marry Winona Ryder. But not, but this is Mina. Mina Murray. And I don't, Mina and I would not, I do feel like Mina needs, I don't think, I don't think I would, I'm gonna, fuck, this is tough. Why am I so invested in this? This is so stupid. You really take this game seriously. I don't know. I think because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Answer the question. Um, I'm gonna. I don't want to kill her, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fuck Monica Bellucci. I'm gonna marry Lucy, and I'm gonna kill Mina. I think I have the same answer. That's, that's the right that's answer. The play. Lucy's like live in, Lucy with her best friend is like live in my house, hang out with me. Don't even worry. Also, about she's it. super rich. You'd never have to work again. If oh you my god, her. we could run around in Mina that maze Murray, all day. Mina Murray is like a nothing person. She has no personality, no motivation, no character. She she's nice. only there as the, she seems nice. Yeah, but she's only there to be the object of affection for mm-hmm. Dracula. Mm-hmm. I will say I dug when they gave Winona stuff to like really chew on. Like Oh yeah, scene. when she screamed? Oh, so when, good. When she screamed when she the whole scene where she and Dracula that like very grody like when he turns her into a vampire and she's oh, like Oh, when they're like <sighs> like I want borderline uh, pornography. Okay, we need to figure out what you are watching in terms of (laughs) pornography. It's like, okay, here's how I feel about this. It's like almost a sex scene. And like, they're making out, hot Gary Oldman's on top of her. Then he turns spooky ookie ookie. And like, it just feels like the beginning of like a horror themed porn. That's how I feel. All right. I guess. I don't know. Again, it's also the thing, like, the, and what's wild is these are the scenes when the movie is sometimes most successful because it's leaning into that theme of, like, what is vampirism sort of a Yes, and I wish that, I my wish for this movie is that it picked one or two angles and really, really dug its heels in because mm-hmm. it's, try, as we've said probably a billion times, this movie is... 25 million hours long <laughs> it has no focus and if it had a focus i think it would be much more enjoyable mm-hmm. it's beautifully shot and the like costumes are gorgeous like aesthetically gorgeous that's but honestly, not enough to be like the but- acting is good everything in this movie is good except the actual movie and that's <laughs> that's how i feel and that's unfortunate because francis ford coppola is like one of the greatest directors of all time it's brilliant but like yeah but my vibe is very much like Italian horror, like Dario Argento. Your vibe is very much like The Godfather. Yeah. We're so different vibes. Different sides of the same coin. We're different Italians in this moment. Very different Italians. Even though I am actually Italian, actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm half. Oh, you're Italian? <laughs> Name three of their songs. <laughs> you're a fake fan. You can't. Mamma Mia. <laughs> <laughs> That's Amore. Oh, no. Mario Kart. 
And on that note, that that wraps it up for us. That's that's our Dracula episode. Thank you for listening to uh, You Had Me at Home No. We appreciate you. And please join us next week for our second installment of Spooky Romance Month. Spooky Romance. If you have feelings about this episode, you can... You uh, Trust us. You will have feelings and we want to hear about we them. We want to hear about it. You can, find, you can email us at hellnocast at gmail.com. Yes, and you can also check us out on Instagram at hellnocast. Also on our website, there's a contact form. So if you go to hellnocast.com, you can send us an email right there. Right there. Super easy. Oh, my God. We made it just for you. Can you believe technology? Can you believe? Can you believe? When you believe, anything is possible. Thank you. And on that note, thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you for coming to You Had Me at Hell No. I'm Mel. I'm Allie. Bye-bye. Love you. You Had Me at Hell No was recorded in Scoundrel and Scamp Theater in Tucson, Arizona. And Allie and I just want to thank the theater for allowing us to record there. Special thanks are also in order to Tiffer Hill, our engineer, for putting up with all of our shenanigans and making us sound fabulous, as well as Bella Vanek and Lucille Petty for our theme song. Thank you, Bella and Lucille. Yeah.